If we so, promise not to sing It Smells Like Teen Spirit, will you not sue us? You know what? All right, hello, friends. Hey, guys. Hey, we are, uh, we're recording something new today. We are going to be... Sorry. Um, it would be so funny if they couldn't hear that. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> it was um, so... We are recording our first ever conspiracy theory. Shout out. We are so excited. Every month we're going to do a conspiracy theory. This will be every fifth episode. Every, yeah, fifth. Every fifth episode Which will be a conspiracy theory. pleases my neurotypical brain. Love. We every, love. Divisible by five. Love it. So, this one's going to be a little bit different. We're going to be toasty throughout. And... We're going to be just, it's going to be a little bit more casual. Ooh, yeah. We're going to chat, more. you know. We're just going to hang out. This is, we're going to It's not going to be the classic podcast no. uh, set up, which is the case, then discussion. It's more going to be one big discussion. Yeah, we're just going to chat. Uh, feel free to join us. Hey, guys. So this is future Katie. I may or may not have accidentally deleted a small portion of the audio, and I don't know where it is, and I can't find it. So, my apologies, this is unprofessional, but yeah, uh, the part that I deleted was the trigger warning, so this is your trigger warning. We're going to be talking a lot about suicide and drug use and abuse, so if that's not your thing, I get it. I'd leave now. Um, Keep yourself mentally and physically healthy. We love you. We support you and your good choices. Um, So yeah, once again, I apologize. And, uh, yeah, here, here we go. Let's get back into it. If suicide is not, not your jam, yeah, even this if, isn't the episode. Kurt Cobain is not your jam. Kurt Cobain. A lot of people don't like him for many other reasons. Oh, Kurt, I guess that's true. If you don't like Kurt Cobain, I don't want to hear your hate. I yeah, don't really exactly. care about your this opinion. Is just our conspiracy. This doesn't even have to do with personal feelings towards him. It's more just his death. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll jump right into it. I didn't go... And by the way, I this is Katie. It's a letter. Um, I am a Virgo, and I love to research. And I may or may not have unintentionally gone into a deep dive today, so I did write shit down. So you're going to hear a lot of my voice. Apologies. Also, I have a cold. I don't know if you can tell, but sorry. It's not the vid. It's just a cold. It's not the vid. It's not the vid. Get out of here. Oh, my God. The vid? I've never heard that. (laughs) That's it. That's the episode. That's it. The vid. The vid. No coat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I can't Um, Alright, so I'll dive in. Kurt Cobain. I don't... I didn't write down anything, nor do I know much about his life prior to his death. I'm not gonna lie. So I, I, knew, know. I know it was, it was pretty shitty. I know he, I know he had a rough time. Yeah, that wasn't. That's for sure. I know that. Um, but I don't know like his birthday or anything. Yeah. Or anything really prior to the year 1990. So, gotcha. um, nothing personal. That's just not what this is about. <laughs> so, in 1990-ish, ish, ish, Kurt Cobain, in case you don't know, was in a very popular band yeah. titled, uh, Nirvana. Mildly popular. Mildly popular. Yeah. Nirvana is up there with just American rock, punk, whatever. Probably one of the most famous rock bands. In history. Oh, yeah. Like, he's up there with, like, Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Guns N' Roses. Like, world-known type. Like, the, the smiley face alone. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, know, you know Nirvana, and if you don't... Just fucking leave. If we haven't made that clear, even if you've never heard a single song from them, you you've know probably you know heard Nirvana. of Nirvana. So Nirvana is popular, and um, it's gaining popularity around the '90s, early '90s. And in that time, Kurt Cobain is introduced to Courtney Love. Uh-huh. I'm not quite sure how their relationship began. I'm pretty sure that it began with her coming onto him and him like turning her down. They met in a nightclub. They met some, and Courtney's in a it was band like a too. party. Yes, and they performed at the same place or something, mm-hmm. and they met, and she was initially like right off the bat smitten, mm-hmm. and he took some convincing, which I find funny because not only does that happen to me all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just find it funny because I think she's fucking crazy. Oh yeah. And she I don't is. like her. 
Neither do I. Like, no thank you. I'm sorry, I'm trying to Definitely. build Molly a little whack. She's <laughs> fucking whack. Anyways, so Courtney Love, and in addition to getting really into Courtney, he also got really into drugs, um, particularly heroin. There are, like, videos of the two of them tweaking out together. Have you ever seen that? No. It's weird. It's weird. I, it makes I me always... sad because I'm like, I don't want to see people tweaking. It makes yes. me sad, but also makes this me like specific situation. Sec- it's almost like secondhand embarrassment. It's like just weird, uncomfortable. It, I don't know if embarrassment's the right word, but it's like just it's very like seeing someone like pee themselves when they're really drunk. Yes. you know, I'm just like, oh, I want, that's an unfortunate yes situation. Like, I don't want to say I'm embarrassed for it you. It just gives me anxiety. It happens, like, I want to help you. I don't want to be watching yeah, you Yeah, I don't want to watch you trip on yes. fucking heroin, dude. Like, yes. let's sit, let me, let's sit down. Let's get you a glass of water. Like, <laughs> can you go to sleep? Like, exactly. Let's, let's like, get through this high and just what we get need. through this. It's, it's just too much. So, that's, that type of stuff's out there. Um, and the two of them, that's pretty much what their relationship was. Uh, drug use, sex. Music, I think mm-hmm. that's probably it. That just sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, but not if the drug not, not use like is that. heroin. Yeah, you know? not, if, not if the drug use is heroin. If it's weed, sure. One of my neighbors is If it's weed, sure. I said what I said. If it's heroin, if it's heroin, no. it's not a fun time. If no, it's, if, it, if it's heroin, it's it's an issue. Oh yeah. And, you know, absolutely no stigma to drug users and people mm-hmm. who, who have struggled with addiction or str- or currently struggling with addiction. Absolutely no shame, no hate towards you. Mm-hmm. But heroin, the drug, is a different level. Yes. And I think I, that kind of goes without saying. If, if, we're, if we're at that point, we, we got to reevaluate some things. We right. got to reevaluate sure. a lot you, of things. You don't... I feel like we made our point on heroin. Yes. And... <laughs> we, we have stated how we feel on heroin and on this particular drug's use. Yes. Okay. So they were like super hot and heavy, really mm-hmm. into it. Whatever. She ended up getting pregnant in 1992 and they got married in 1992. I believe she was pregnant when they got married. Okay. Not that that matters, but that that could have been a driving factor on why they got married. I'm sh- I'm sure it was. Right. Um there allegedly has been claims of her using During while she was pregnant. She, I think she admitted to it once, and then she was like, yeah, but then I stopped. I don't think she stopped, personally. No. I, I just I don't, don't think, think she did. a disease. It's really hard. For real. Yeah, and especially with heroin. It's so addictive. I mean, I mean, even even being pregnant is not enough for, no. for like, addiction doesn't care. Addiction doesn't no. care if you're pregnant. It's care about They don't care about shit. Exactly. It's horrible. Yeah, it's awful. Um, so, allegedly, she tried to get clean. On and off throughout the next however many years, they they tried to get clean, and then they didn't, and then, you know, it, the cycle of addiction. Yeah. Um, but, alas, Frances Bean Cobain was born in August 1992. Oh. I have one thing to say about Frances Bean Cobain, uh-huh. and I love her. Uh-huh. I don't really know anything pretty. about her. She's beautiful, for She's one. Very I know nothing about her. I know that once I read her middle name is Bean because her grandfather... I don't know whose parent. I, I probably Courtney's parents um, saw an ultrasound and said she looks like a kidney bean. Oh my so that's god! That's why her fucking middle name's Bean. That's cute. I don't as know fuck, if that's true, dude. but I hope it is because that's cute as even shit. if it's not. Your middle name being Bean, right? That's cool. It's a cool name. She's she's just a cool cat, and I I wish right. nothing but great things for her. Love you, Francis Bean. Once again, I know nothing. Please don't come for me if something <laughs> something's bad. I don't know. Um, so, in August 1992, she was born. November 1992, the two of them, Kurt and Courtney, um, try to rehab, go to rehab and detox. Um, eventually, they relapse. So, we're going to skip forward a little bit. July 1993. Um, Kurt, this is an interesting little tidbit, I guess. So he overdosed before a concert, right? I don't remember exactly, probably heroin. I don't know exactly what, I don't, I didn't write it down, but he overdosed. Mm-hmm. And then Courtney injected naloxone, naloxin, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I guess it's a type of drug to like bring you back to consciousness. She didn't naloxone. call, they did not, I don't know, I spelled it from how I heard it and I'm a horrible speller. Gotcha. So I'm, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about though. She injected a drug, a drug, to bring it back to consciousness. Yeah. Um, 
so no doctor, no 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 ambulance was called. He just went and performed. Gotcha. And I'm like, that's fucked up. If you think about it, that shit's got to be hard to do. It, I mean, it does, but he's a heavy, heavy user. Like, that's crazy to me. His body is probably so handling it differently. His, probably, it, but his the, body but probably it's, handles it's it It's the well. overdose that is like, I'm like, you really, you straight up came back from the dead yeah. and performed. Dedication. Yeah, right honestly. Because my ass would go home. Me too. I'd say, no, fuck that. Well, who knows? Anyways... I had to put that in because I'm like, what? That's nuts. Um, so, July 93, that happened. March 94. Now, this is where we're going to get closer. We're going to stop We're gonna stop uh, jumping around. And we're going to go from March 94 and on. Gotcha. Pay attention. Okay. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> so, Kurt was put, or either was put into a coma or fell into a coma. Okay. Um, so he again overdosed, and he had chronic pain in his stomach, and I guess he he was just diagnosed with bronchitis, um, and had throat issues, and his lungs were were hurting, and, and his stomach was hurting. So he took too many painkillers. Courtney said, specifically, Courtney said that this was his first suicide attempt, or at least the first one that she's talking. Sorry, that she's talking about, mind you. See, I said I'm going to try to be unbiased, but I'm going to really struggle because I don't like her. This is all coming out after he died when she was like, oh, that was his first one. You know, it wasn't in the moment that she was saying it was his first suicide attempt. It was after the fact, which I think is important. Gotcha. Anyways, so that's that's really interesting. This is her explanation as to why he he attempted to commit suicide. Okay. So they were in Rome. They had a great day, sightseed, whatever. Sightseed, sightseed. They saw sights. Saw, saw things. They went out, um, and Courtney, then they went home, shot up, did their thing, mm-hmm. and Courtney got too high, and they weren't able to have sex. So Kurt got so upset that he tried to commit suicide. Shut the fuck up. Um, right, and, and again, don't. she claimed this after he did end up dying. I don't... I, that's a pick-me bitch if I've ever heard one. Yeah, sorry. Don't think that's a reason. Your pussy's not too bomb <laughs> for someone to kill himself over it. I can't have it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Man, bro. You think your pussy's that great? I'm sorry if you get offended by that word. I'll use coochie instead. You think your coochie's that great? You think your coochie coochie meow meow is that <laughs> deliciosa? <laughs> that he's gonna die? Needed to survive. No. Okay, so that happened. Oh. Mac. My dog here. So March 18th, 1994. They were back in Seattle. I guess he fought off the coma, whatever. I don't know how that works. Should have maybe looked into that more, whatever. Um, how does one wake up? Do they that is a different deep dive. <laughs> so, they're back in Seattle, which is where they have a home together. And on March 18th, it was reported that Kurt and Courtney had a domestic dispute. And Courtney called 911. Again, here we are with her claims of him being suicidal. Um, she said that Kurt locked himself in, in the closet with a gun and was suicidal. So that's why the police came. They came to check it out, whatever. They did end up confiscating all of his guns, because he did own guns, but that's not necessarily... Was that truly the reason why he locked himself in the closet? Well, I'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, he did own guns, and he owned... Uh, uh, what is it? He had a Ford card. I don't fucking know if he had a Ford card, I'm assuming. Oh. But, like, if you're if you're that famous, I'd have a gun, too. You yeah, know? me too. Like, in my home. Just for personal protection. Right, and I, it, it does later come out, I think he states that he has guns for personal protection, whatever, it doesn't fans, matter. But in this like moment, you. that's what she said. He locked himself in the closet with a gun and was suicidal. Later, Kurt was asked by a reporter or a cop or someone somewhere if that was the case, and he said no. He was like, no, I wasn't suicidal. What are you talking about? Because when you told me that... During a domestic dispute, my first instinct was that's him protecting himself. 
Like, I that's don't him what, going I in a room know what that with a gun and saying, I'm staying in here because I don't want to be around you right now. I don't like, know much. I, that's all I know. About that's how I took it when you first told me. But. I just, it's just her really painting this picture after yes. that, after he died. After he died. And that he, he was suicidal. So suicidal. Yeah. And he might have been. But it's weird. It's weird that you're really pushing yeah. this into people's brains. Mm -hmm. Just my opinion. Um, so about a week later, March 25th, his friends and family hosted an intervention. Courtney threatened to leave him. And Nirvana, uh, other, me other members of the band, threatened to break up the band if he didn't go to rehab. So his drug addiction was really becoming an issue Everywhere. As if it hadn't already been, mm -hmm. but it was it was starting to escalate, especially after the domestic dispute situation. They were all like, "No, something needs to happen." Mm -hmm. um, in case you were like me and you were wondering what was going on with Francis over here, they had a nanny for for her, who was a friend. He does come into in, into this more in a second, actually, but a friend was like her personal nanny, gotcha. so she's not unattended for. Gotcha. So. <clears throat> Uh, the next day, Courtney went to Beverly Hills or Los Angeles and went into a detox program on March 26th for tranquilizers, I think. So she was... She was she on was, ketamine? I don't fucking know, but it said tranquilizers in the Kendall Ray podcast. So uh, tranquilizers is the gotcha. word I know. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so courts, uh, courts over there in California detoxing from ketamine or whatever. So Detoxing from ketamine. Meanwhile, Kurt is in Seattle, and because, remember, his guns were confiscated, confiscated. he went to a friend, Dylan, um, I believe that was his friend's name, I'm not sure of the last name, so he goes with Dylan to buy a gun because he felt he needed it for his protection, because he had been getting trespassers or whatever. Gotcha. So he went, and they, the two of them, Kurt and Dylan, <gasps> pause. So Curtin, <laughs> oh my god, um, went to the went to the gun store, the gun store. got some guns and some ammo. Some the gun, uh, and they purchased a shot. They purchased a shotgun, and it was registered to Dylan. Oh, gotcha. Why didn't they register it to Kurt? Was he still because he was guns? worried that police would confiscate him? Gotcha. Yeah. So after this. Um, Kurt went to Los Angeles for rehab um, and escaped two days later. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he said, fuck no, I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> so this is around April 1st is when he left okay. and went back to Seattle. Ooh. So according to Courtney, all of this is according to Courtney all the time. Just wanting to really reiterate that. This is according to Courtney... All of it. Kurt calls her and says, more or less, no matter what happens, you made a great record. Okay? You made a great record, and just remember, no matter what, I love you. This is what Kurt says to Courtney? This is, a, a, according to Courtney, this is what Kurt says to Courtney. Okay. After leaving rehab. What an odd thing to call and say. Um, another thing that's kind of odd about it is this is the last time she talked to Kurt. According to her. Um, Ooh, sorry, guys. I just, I, that's, it's odd. Well, I don't know if it means anything, but that's fucking weird. I don't... I don't believe your ass, for one. I don't know. That's just an odd thing to say. Like, to... to if this is my last message to someone, that's an odd last message. Great. You made a great record. You're a great musician. I love your work. Not, They're fucking married. Not bro. I love you. Thank I you love our daughter. Thank you for everything. Like mm. no, you you made a good record. You made a good record, and and that that's said, groovy. that's <laughs> and that is said before. I love you, no matter what. Like, yes. What? Like no, no, no love. That's so. Weird. I've actually never listened to her. And if it's not what he said to her, and she's saying that's, that, that's allegedly that's what she's saying, he said to her, "What an odd like you. If if you're gonna make up someone's last words to you, you can make that's up whatever it? the fuck you want. You're gonna say that. You're gonna say, oh, he thought I was a great musician. I mean, it guys. does it does come into play a little bit later. So, 
I guess. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like her her mind and her story would be interesting to dive into because something fucked up had to happen to her for her to be the way she is. Oh yeah. <laughs> people Just with good posture me. don't people with good childhoods don't stand people like that. People with good childhoods don't stand like that. <laughs> people with good childhoods don't act like this. People with good anything don't act like this. Like what the fuck? So that was on April first. Um, just a little precursor to the next few days. At this moment in time, not necessarily April 1st, April 2nd, or just this general time, Kurt was in a relatively decent place in his life. Um, he was struggling a bit with like his career he and why he wanted to do music and everything. I bet all the writers and shit go through that. But he loved being a dad. He loved his fucking kid. It's so sad to see videos of like him and his baby, because she was a baby when he died. Mm-hmm. So seeing like him as a uh, hers as a little baby... He, he loved her. Um, I mentioned the chronic pain earlier, and doctors had finally, like, fixed it and found the right medications and stuff for him, so he no longer had chronic stomach pain that he oh. felt to be debilitating. So he was, like, finally pain-free gotcha. after years. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he was on the road to recovery. This one I put because it – I saw in a few sources, like, it. he was trying – to get better. I don't know if he had. I know he had been sober from alcohol for a while and other stuff. Um, so I think he was he was definitely in a better headspace than he was probably a few years prior. Mm-hmm. And one other thing, Kurt wanted a divorce. Huh. Yeah. Divorce. Allegedly, I don't know who said that, but I heard in, in all of the sources that he wanted a divorce around this time. I don't know if Courtney knew that. I think she did, though. So that's uh, that's where we're at. So April 2nd-ish. Okay. Dates are a little bit fuzzy, obviously. <clears throat> so April 2nd-ish, April 2nd, 3rd, um, a police report was filed for a missing persons report. I'm sorry. Um, she's fucking weird, dude. Courtney filed this missing persons report for Kurt, um, but used his mother's name. To, to, to file, file the report, she said... And she said, this is, my son's missing? Like, she filed... I don't know how that worked, worked, but I know there, it, at the time, the media was reporting on it, obviously. Yeah. Fucking Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And it was like, Kurt Cobain's mother files missing per, missing person's report. So she reported as, as, his, as mom. his mom. And his mom was like, I never reported that. Imagine being his fucking mom, bro. <laughs> Bitch, I didn't know On the TV, and you find not you find out that your son is reported missing by you, and you're like, and you're like, what? You're like, this did I did I know this that? has to be TMZ? Was TMZ around back then? This oh has yeah, to be TMZ. oh yeah, TMZ. This has to be ate that shit. Up. Yes, this has to be T- some fake yeah. shit. Like TMZ, you just I feel like I feel like you couldn't even believe that that was real. Like, dude, I just. And then later to find out that it was his fucking wife. Right. It's so weird. It's just fucking weird. Everything Do we know the relationship that they had? No. No. I mean, I maybe someone does, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know the relationship he really had with his mom or that she had with his mom. All I know is that she <laughs> filed the missing person report in the mom's oh, that's name. That's fucked up. It's that's fucking, fucking weird. weird. So not only that, Courtney did tell police that he was suicidal. Oh. And, and, she cancels his credit cards. Hold on. How does she have the authority to He's do that? He's just missing at this point, because they're married. They might, they might have had a bank, I don't know how all that works, but she canceled his cards. Wow. And hires a private investigator to track him down. Shut the fuck up. She doesn't, you know, go to her house in Seattle and try to find him. No, no, she has a work obligation. She hires a private investigator to do it. She can't just call literally sorry, anyone that I they know to go check. She a hires friend, a fucking PI dude. Any family who's watching Francis. I am definite the nanny who is, I think, at the house. Exactly. I don't what know. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I feel like I'm painting her as an evil woman. And I don't think she's an evil woman. I think she's fucking dumb. But I don't think she's evil. And I feel like I'm giving her a bad rap. Sorry, Courtney. But you did some weird shit. No, that's fucking weird. It's weird. And I, I, I did use quote work obligation. 
like she said that. She had a work obligation. That's why she couldn't go fucking find her husband. My husband is missing. And suicidal. Yes. But I can't make it. Flat out, my husband is missing. Right. Like, the fuck? Damn. So that was around the second-ish. On April 6th, no one has heard from him still. So now, the PI that Courtney hired flies out to Seattle to try to, like, find him. You know? Gotcha. Um, and his name is Tom. P.I. Tom. So Tom and Dylan, his friend that helped him buy the gun, um, searched the home. Didn't find anything. Whatever. Like, not even, like, clues. And, they, and he's, the, the friend said, it actually looks very clean. Which is just something. So then, about 20 hours later, so I'm assuming, like, April 7th, like, the next day, you know? Mm-hmm. They went back and they found a note to Kurt from the nanny. Okay. The nanny, not that it matters, but he was a guy friend that I think they had some type of relationship prior, like friendship or something. Okay. So that's how they came about that. Gotcha. It wasn't like a, like a, I hired you as my child's caretaker. Uh, you were I my friend. Pre- right. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to read word for word what this letter says because I find it weird. Um... Okay, so remember, this is from the nanny to Kurt. Kurt, I can't believe you managed to be in the house without me noticing. You're a fucking asshole for not at least calling Courtney and letting her know you're okay. She's in a lot of pain, and this morning she had another incident and is in the hospital again. She's your wife, and she loves you. You have a child together. Get it together to tell her you're okay, or she's going to die. It's not fair, man. Do something now. That, I I took that from a podcast I was listening to. I didn't see it for myself, so that might not be entirely correct, but to the best of my knowledge, that is what the note said. And this note was not there the day before. This was there on the 7th, like 20 hours after. On the stairs. What the fuck? Isn't that weird? Just the the more things that you kept saying, the more... You're a fucking asshole. (laughs) What? That's so harsh. That's so abrasive. And dare I say, it is painting a very poor me picture for for Courtney. Yes. She's in a lot of pain. And this morning had another incident and is in the hospital. Yeah, bro. Super weird. It's so funny how she's having all these incidents, but she hasn't even gone to look for Right, like... Her she's still at work. But she bro. is still well not no, she's in the hospital now. She I had an incident. <laughs> she it it's I noticed this after the fact, which I have a few more pages of things to, to say. Oh. Um but she seems to be heavily, heavily involved in someone's life when they wanted a divorce from her. Like she was very, she I feel like she inserted herself a lot with this situation. Yeah. Which, I mean, they do share a trial together, and they live together. So, whatever, but... And up to this just point, odd. we are unsure if she knew about the divorce or not. That is that is true. I think she did, though. I think she knew, too, but... You're right, you're right. So, but no matter what the situation was, it is suspicious. And it's weird. Um, I think it's fucking suspicious. It's just, I think it's just weird in general. And the private investigator actually thought it was fake, and then Courtney wrote it. Or, or told, no, no, no. He thought that the nanny definitely wrote it, but yeah. he thought Courtney told him to write it. Did the nanny say anything when confronted with that information? I don't think so. I think it was just like a handwriting thing. Mm, gotcha. Like, they know Courtney didn't write it, gotcha. but it sounds like something Courtney would say. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> um, so here we are, Friday, April 8th. An electrician goes up into the garage to, to do some, like, electrical work or whatever, mm-hmm. and... The house had like a kind of like not a secret room, but like an additional like guest room or greenhouse or something above the garage. Okay. So it wasn't like a an area that you would think of initially in like a house, which is why it wasn't searched prior. But it was an area. Okay. And Kurt's body was found there. Yes. And it was estimated that he had died about two two-ish days prior. So on April fifth, April fifth, nineteen ninety four is his pronounced death date. Gotcha. Um, and it was considered a suicide at the scene. I'm going to tell you, and 
heavily try to explain this well. How his body was found. It's a little tricky. It is a little tricky. So, his body was found, and you guys can't see, I'm a very visual person, so I'm like going to probably try to act it out at least. I'm not laying on the floor, though. <laughs> <laughs> so he was laying down okay. with, a, with a shotgun. If you don't know what a shotgun looks like, go fucking Google it's it. Big, because it's big. It's a big, it's a big long, long gun. gun. That's a long important. barrel. Um, so, yeah, it's a big, long gun. Long. And that was found in between his legs. And it was upside down, which I think means, like, trigger side up. Because when you hold a gun, the trigger is usually in the bottom, for at least a shotgun. So the trigger found trigger side is found upwards, which would make so it upside down. So you would have to, like, like so, that, like, press down? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Okay. Um, and his left hand was grasping the barrel. And this was because of... Um, muscular stiffening that happens when you die. You know, in the moment that you die, your body stiffens, at least in your hands, I believe. Okay. Um, I listened to someone, he explained it great. I'm just trying my best. Gotcha. So, okay. so it, it showed that when he died, his hand was there, pretty okay. much. Okay. Um, so, when, when you're thinking of that, you would think that there's going to be a gun wound to the left of his head and the bullet's going to go that way, right? Yeah. But... That is not what the physical evidence supported because the exit wound was on the right side and the shotgun shell was found to the left side of his body. What? Yeah, and that's like not... It doesn't matter. So, basically, it, it makes no fucking sense. From a, from a like, physics standpoint, that's so not how things think. Work. So you would think that if you're holding... I mean, you guys if You're holding it us. upside down, dude. So you're holding it upside down. And you're dying. And we'll get to Which this in a second. He, I, he, the left gun, the left hand was gripping the barrel. So I'm assuming right hand would have had to have been pulling the trigger if you believe this theory. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah, it would have to. It would have to go right. the opposite way. And you're laying down, mind you. So you're laying, like I believe, apparently on the ground. That, this or at is least so sitting up. It's, it's uncomfortable at at the, at the minimum. Okay. And but yeah, it would have the police to had a they had a theory for this. So they claimed that it was actually right side up or right side down or so the way you would hold a gun. And then and it, it just kind flipped of flipped once it was shot or once it was fired. That is not true because that doesn't happen with shotguns. Your shotgun doesn't flip that after doesn't you fire. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't that doesn't It goes happen. back and forth, not right and left. And it does it that just it doesn't happen. Like Can if, you imagine in, in any situation? If coil was <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> so the soldiers would just be shuffling everywhere. <laughs> but like with a shotgun, dude, that doesn't Bro, happen. It doesn't like flip. If you told you me know? that it was like blown backwards out of his hand or something, sure, that would make more sense. But, but no, 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 not it to was the flipped. other side of his and body. And this is what the police is saying, mind you. So, um. Whoever was putting in, like, the time and effort to, like, study this and his body and hand positioning uh -huh. um, said that if this was true, which it probably isn't, the likelihood is very, very slim, if it's true, Kurt's wrist would have had to have been bent at an impossible angle, like an anatomically impossible At the very angle. least uncomfortable, bro. Like, right. even just trying like, to imitate that. that. Like, you can't, you, you just, you can't do it. You can't fucking do it. And I don't, know, I don't know about you, but trigger warning, if I'm, if I'm going to go out, it's going to be comfortable. For I'm real. not going to be uncomfortable. Not, like, that's a whole separate thought, and that's a whole separate morbid category, so definitely trigger warning. Um, the, another way that the police tried to explain this, remember the shell was found to his left side and the exit wound was found to his right. Sorry, again, police. The way they explain this is... The shell hit, the shotgun shell, as it left Kurt's body, mm -hmm. hit, or actually, I don't know if that's how shotguns work. Doesn't matter. It, the shell hit an obstruction and then pinged the other way. Like a fucking ping ball shit. Ping, ping, is that what it's called? Yes. Ping yeah. ball? Yeah. Ping ball. No, that's Pin not. Ball. Pin ball. Pin ball. Pin ball. Not ping ball. Ping ball. Ping ball. I was like, bro, that does not sound I right. I ping pong and pin ball. <laughs> ping ball. <laughs> okay. So... Yeah, it would have had to have hit an obstruction and changed the course of movement. But 
because of crime scenes and crime scene photos and the physical location of everything, that's not possible. There's nothing it could have hit. So it just doesn't make sense, basically, moral of the story. It just the way his body was found does not direction. make sense. Right. Just like, beat the laws of physics. Just beat them. You know? Yeah. I'm going to go this way, motherfucker. You know? No. That doesn't make sense. So. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Never mind. Okay. So that's how his body was found, which already doesn't make sense. We're going to talk about heroin now. Um, he, we know this, had a heroin addiction mm-hmm. and was struggling. He, his heroin, I guess you could call it a kit, mm-hmm. where, you know, you have the utensils and yeah. everything where you, would, where you would stash them. Yeah. That little box or whatever was found near his body, but it was put away. So, that matters in a second. According to his toxicology report, there was roughly 200 milligrams of heroin upward, like plus up, at least 200 milligrams around um, of heroin in his blood. That's the part that makes me mad. So, yes. So, once again, this was a guy I probably should have gotten his name or something to just give him the credit, but I'll, I'll put the podcast link in, in the description mm-hmm. so you guys can see everything, whatever. Heavy users of heroin usually don't use more than 60 milligrams at averaging about 50 milligrams at once in one hit. So, and he was a heavy user, but heavy users don't use 200 milligrams of heroin. No, that's a fuck ton of heroin. 200 plus milligrams of heroin is three times the lethal amount. Yeah. That would kill someone. Lethal meaning kill. Yeah. <laughs> so, at... If, if this, for some reason, did happen, he... I'm not a doctor. I can't say for certain. But doctors have said, for damn near certain, he would have been at least unconscious. Oh, There's yes. no way. There is way for too that much, much heroin, heroin dude? in his fucking system to do this. And I will die. I, I will, I die, will die, on die on that. Hill. I will die on this that. This is hill. another one. There was way I'm too much fucking heroin in his system that, that alone for him for to me. be able to do that. That, that alone. That, that's the smoking gun. The, the smoking gun. That's the smoking gun. That's the smoking gun for me, bro. For anyone. For a fucking person with common not sense. Not even the physical fucking gun. It's the heroin in his system. Else. Not the motive. Not his no. past. Not no. the money. It's, no. It's, it's the fact not... that his body would not have been able to be conscious you... with that much fucking heroin. And, Why is the case going And away? the thing is, it's like... It's not even like heroin is something that you have to wait that long to act on. It goes directly into your bloodstream. Like, it, it, it would be one thing if he took, like, I don't know, too many pills or something. Pills take a minute, you know? Like, yeah. you would have enough time to no. set yourself you up, you know? When you inject something it is instantaneous. And then you're not going to fucking put it away? Like, you're not going to put it away. You're not going to put it away. Take the biggest, most complicated fucking gun... And then continue to position if yourself this was in your a way. plan, you could have gotten a smaller gun. If it this would have was been plan, much, much why easier. Why are you not just going to let yourself die from the heroin overdose? Yes. Honestly, that would have probably been the easiest thing. Yes. You would have not felt anything. It would have, you would have, it would have fucking been great. You would have, to you, you would have gone to bed. To you, you would have gone to sleep. Or gotten high, which he, I'm sure, liked doing because he was an addict. Yeah. Like. That would have been the biggest fucking rush ever. Like, Absolutely. But no, 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 no. He he was high off his fucking ass, probably unconscious, and somehow managed to complicate a shotgun to commit suicide. It's not even like he chose the easiest way. It's not no. even like he sloppily picked up the gun and it was like no, no, no. He, he had he two, actually he chose had a double grip hardest way <laughs> to the hardest way possible. Yeah, he said, you know what? In my last moments, the one thing I'm going to do is think. (laughs) Think high off my ass. Yes. Tweak it. Yes. And I'm tweaking and thinking. Tweaking and thinking. There's there's videos of me tweaking off much less. Oh, for real? Um, But we're going to go with the fact that I took much more and was able to do this complicated of a a move, but okay. Anyways, but it's not, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I would argue that they're trying to make it make sense, you know? And it's yeah. not. Um, it's just fucking weird. It's fucking weird and it doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Um, 
nothing has been made public. No, like his autopsy has not been made public. Is I I don't know how people got the toxicology report. Maybe that was made public. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but police reports, nothing has been made public. Mind you, that's I think it's um, is it still right to privacy or whatever, or right to a public at, It's it's supposed to be public information. You can mm-hmm. find police records and and autopsy reports of a lot of people. But apparently, in this jurisdiction, they um, they just haven't made anything public. They are keeping it close to their chest. It's just not an open case. I don't think so. It's been closed as a suicide. Gotcha. Um, so, so, obviously, I I think police did something or know something and they don't want other people to know. Um, because, oh, wait, no. Okay. Yeah. Either that and there is a potential connection with Courtney with someone in the police force, either an affair or a friendship. Either way, Courtney possibly had a way um, in, you know, possibly to make something appear more as a cover-up. Gotcha. Saying, oh yeah, he committed suicide. Because suicide is often, I don't know how to say this, that's sounding fucked up, um, but it is often an easy answer for cops when you think about it. Especially in a situation like this, oh, he's a heroin addict, it looks like a suicide, it's a suicide. Well, suicide is the only crime that's kind of cut and dry. Like, yeah. there's no one I mean, to, there's there's no one to pursue. There's no charges right. to make. Like, unless unless there is, and that's obvious. But in this case, I I don't necessarily blame them for assuming it's a suicide because you walk in and you find someone on the ground with a shotgun wound. You're gonna think that they killed themselves. I just I feel like I, they definitely I feel like once you something. get more and for like once you get the fact that there was that much heroin, it, there should be a couple questions the case that pop into your head. Absolutely, the case because not okay, close. sure you could probably convince someone of him holding it that way. Maybe if he's you know sober and conscious and ready he and fully, I'm about to kill ass. myself. But he's fucked up right now. So now you have to reevaluate that Everything. and take that into account. Everything. But they, they didn't, or at least I don't have information that they or did. Maybe they just didn't think it played that big of a factor. Which is even more fucked up. Oh, God. It's so fucking sad, especially because police oftentimes forget about. I don't know, I wouldn't even say police. The media, people just in general forget about people with drug addictions. Oh, yeah. Like it's so fucked up they're and just sad away. that it's like oh they did it to themselves almost it's like no 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 no. there's still it's people they still deserve justice happens. yeah and that like that's false for so many they're reasons but at the bare minimum mm-hmm. they're a human being i mean like this is this is one of the most famous people at this yeah, time and he like fucking at, at at this at this time everyone knows Kurt Cobain yeah, and they still were like, "Well, he I don't did. know." Yeah, he they're like, an they're like, they, he, he was an addict. He was. He, they're like, he was using. He and according to Courtney, he was suicidal for a while. Yeah, they're like, he does have it's, a history. It's, the, it's an easy answer for these. It is. Um, my potential theory. I think someone. Uh-huh. I think, you know what? I'll save that for the end. Gotcha. Okay. So, some of the weird stuff that happened after he died. Kurt was cremated six days after he was found, which is very soon. Oh, yeah. That's extremely soon, especially with a high public case. You would think that they wouldn't allow that, but they did. Um, and the gun was processed. Yeah, they thank fucking God. Yeah. If they didn't do an autopsy, I would have been like, no question about it. Yeah. There was something. No question about it. There was something. Something fishy is going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the gun was processed after 30 days, which takes, that, that's a long time to process a potential, I don't want to say murder weapon, because they were classifying it as a suicide, but it's a long time. It is a long time. Um, and after that, they gave the gun to Courtney, who melted it down. What? Yeah. What did she do with it? Melted it down. I know, but like, did she did she turn it into anything, or she just fucking? I don't know. Maybe that's that's weird. I don't know what would be weirder. Out of all the things to, first of all, I don't know why you would want to keep it. I don't know why you would want to melt it either, though. 
For what? Oh yeah, here's the gun that my husband committed suicide with. Let me just display it. So let me just bad. let me just keep so it. Sad. Like, um, so those are weird things. The his suicide note uh, was also very very weird. I'm not gonna read it all because it's very long. You can look it up if you want. Um, but basically the first part sounds like him, words he'd use, things he'd say, and it was in his handwriting. All of it was in his handwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the things that, that was said in the first part of the letter was about his feelings about the music industry at the time, and he was actually thinking about leaving the music industry, leaving Nirvana. Um, so the first part was almost written like as a goodbye to his fans and the music industry. Okay. But then the second part, or the bottom note, I I wrote it as like a like kind of like a like a PS like it's like an afterthought almost like it. So the bottom part was it seemed quick and rushed, and it didn't really sound like something you would say. It was about Francis and Courtney saying I loved you both so much. Um, I think one of the exact quotes was Courtney, please take care of Francis. Her life will be better off without me. Something you know something that truly makes it like a suicide note. Yeah, was written after. Um, and it was like a different type of writing, like it didn't really sound like him. And this thing has been analyzed by probably hundreds of, of handwriting and analysts at this point. Mm-hmm. But at the time, um, someone did do an analyzation. <laughs> Is that a fucking word? I think they, so. they analyzed the note, right? Yeah. A professional handwriting analysis. Analyst. 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 I don't know why this. I don't know why this word is so hard for me. <laughs> it's always been so hard for me. And uh, he noted over a dozen unmatched like things that don't match the first part of the letter and that like handwriting specifically. So he kind of thought it looked like someone was attempting to mimic his handwriting. Um, the PI believes that Courtney wrote the note, at least the bottom part of the note. I I think she wrote the whole fucking thing. I don't know. I could see him writing the first part because of the the way that it was written. I'm like, nah, that sounds artsy as hell. I think that she wrote all of it because she already set up that he is talking about music to people before he leaves. Like, she, the first part of his note is, um, love music, love y'all, they're gonna leave him out. Um, and then the first part of when his last words to her were, um, you made a great record. You were no, 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 no. That was a phone call. Exactly. Not it was not written on the note. That's what I'm saying. The two, oh. the two, the two things are oh. parallel, oh, but they follow okay. the same. Oh yeah. Format. Her entire. I'm talking narrative. about music, and then I'm talking about how much I love you guys. Oh, uh, okay. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that. I've never thought about that at all, actually. Because that to. It's just weird. To me, if I'm leaving this fucking earth, I am talking to the people that I love most first. Sure. My daughter. Sure, I'll talk to, I'll, maybe I'll talk to fans. Of course. Maybe I'll include something at the bottom. Maybe I'll even include something short in the beginning, but it's not going to be focused on that. No, no, no. It's not like, going to, I'm not going to write a Especially, damn like you said earlier, he loved his kid. daughter. Right, no. Like, my first he thing. loved her. Yes, yeah, so that's, the the format of the of the note is, and he really didn't say anything to anyone else. Nothing to his mom. It's nothing. I, like, I don't think so. I I don't believe so. I think it was just Courtney and Francis, and then almost like a goodbye, like thank you, right, whatever to to the music industry. Um. So the note alone is fucking weird. We can read it maybe later. I'm saying the format of the note is it's, it's fishy. It's odd. It's fishy to me. Yeah. Um. But in the end. Courtney got everything because we'll talk about this after I say the rest of this because I think it plays a huge part of my theory. Um, his net worth at the time was fifty million. She, I didn't find that she got it all, but I'm assuming she did. You know, because when the part well, of went to her and Francis. Well, yeah, I mean Francis is a baby at this point, She's so it's really her. To her. Yeah, she would have gotten, or she did get full custody of her daughter, obviously. But if they were to get divorced, she would have had to split it. I'm sure. Um, and she got the writing and publishing rights to Kurt's music. And Nirvana, I don't know if Nirvana entirely, but she had partial rights to Nirvana for sure. And that estimated to be about $245 million. Oh, yeah. Um, 
That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking money. She got about roughly, give or take, $300 million almost from him dying. But from him dying specifically at the point that he did. Because now I'm going to tell you my fucking theory. I think she had him killed because, allegedly, speculation, I think she had him killed because she knew that he wanted to get a divorce and she knew that he would take at least most of his stuff. Like, she would get something, but she would not get $250 million. Mm-hmm. Because was the prenup canceled before he died? I did not find information on that. There you go. I, I, I think that she did that, hired someone, and they ended up giving him drugs or either having, like, Let's get that out of the way. I think, I don't think she was there when he died. I think she she had knowledge. I think she hired someone. I think she had knowledge, and allegedly, this is fully my opinion, but I think that she had something to do with this knowledge. I've already said what I think. (laughs) Like, I. Either way, I think someone else got their hands dirty, technically. Let me put it this way Kurt. Kurt, Kurt didn't kill himself. No. <laughs> Kurt didn't kill himself. I don't even think you could convince me. No. No. You can't convince me. I don't think you could convince me. I really don't. To, to me, to me, the majority of my theory goes back to that amount of heroin. And if it was one or the other, like if it was just the heroin or just the gunshot. You could convince me if it was one or the other. You could. I think. But the I two think of them in whoever, whoever set this up, if you're listening. You fucked up. No, 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 no. I think they you, did a great job. No. Because they will never really, be able to prove it. How? No one's if, ever going to be able to prove it. If someone looked into this a little bit more, if someone really started to question that, if someone really questioned her, there's a lot of money on the line, Katie. That's a big motivation to kill someone. He is worth more dead than he is alive to her at this point. Like, oh, that no, is a I big know. motivation. If anyone put a little bit of pressure, like, she wasn't named as a... think of like, him, like, the physical evidence. His body's gone. The gun is gone. The house, I'm sure, is gone. They can never prove it with evidence, I don't think. They can't prove it now, but I'm saying at the, at the time... Oh, at the time, absolutely. There is a fucking case. Oh, there is reasonable that you could convince you could convince a jury that there's reasonable. Oh, absolutely, one hundred. At the very least, that there is reasonable. Is that what you're talking about? You were talking about now? Yeah. Oh, then I misunderstood. No, we are on the same page. Right. Of course. I did. I mean, yeah. If the case was reopened now, and and I don't think anything would have come of it. Exactly. And the only the only evidence that we have is the evidence that they collected at the time, which was the autopsy, right? And whatever. Because they were looking at it as a suicide. Exactly. They, were, they weren't looking at it as... No. It's so... It's just fucking weird. It's weird. This whole thing, this whole situation is fucking odd. $245 million? That is a lot of fucking money on the line. I and don't she... understand how no one saw that. I don't understand how no one was like... Well, let's let's take a step back. Because I think now, if this happened now, something like this happened now, she would have been looked into. Yeah. But maybe she paid people off. I don't know. Once again, speculation. But... Oh, a lot of people were probably going to get paid if he died. That's a lot of fucking money. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money. And um, that money has grown. I don't think it was that much at the time, but it was still a good amount of money. Yes. Like, that is including her rights that she gets from Nirvana to this day. She yeah. still makes money off that band. Oh, yeah. Every every time you see a Nirvana shirt, you play a Nirvana she gets song, some sense of it. she gets money off of it. We're not... And if you still want to listen to, more, no, to Nirvana, I will say. No. <laughs> to, if you still want to listen to Nirvana, go for it. I was listening to Nirvana. But no, she gets some money. She still gets money off of it. And it pisses me off. I think she did sell parts... Of her, right? But still, she made money. Just the fact that she gets anything off of him post post mortal. I let me tell you why I can't stand her, just from a human being standpoint. Mind you, I don't know really much else about her. Mm-hmm. But if the things that I found out about just looking into this 
are true about who she is as a person, she's fucked up. She, I read somewhere that she possibly married him for money, which I wouldn't fucking doubt it. I'd marry a rock star for money. I'm not going to lie. A lot of, bro, I would do a lot of things for $250 million. I I would not murder someone. Bro, even for a million dollars, you can get me to do a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Everything has a price tag. Money changes a, a lot of people. Like that yeah, it changed money. fucking Kirk. Yes, honestly, it Bro, changed Courtney. It ch- it definitely changed Courtney. I think that she married him. I don't know. Maybe she didn't marry him for love. Whatever. But I think she wanted to be the more famous one. She wanted to be the more successful one. She wanted to be the one with more money. So she had him killed and continues to make money off of his death every day. Because get like cut the like no matter cut, cut the cameras and now no she's matter what happens. If you die at 27 in the midst and the height of your fame, you will be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. Dying makes people famous. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Or at least more famous. It definitely... And you think if they got divorced and Kurt Cobain was still alive, no, no one would be fucking talking about Courtney Love. And I that's think, what she was afraid of. Oh, yeah. And she had to kill because of it. it Allegedly. Ex- it exploded Nirvana. Oh, yeah. like if Nirvana was if Nirvana was not big at that point, Nirvana was huge. Like they, it, it, it it's crazy how much his death added to Nirvana. His, it's I would sad. Argue, it is so sad. It's so sad. I would argue that his death is one of the leading contributors as to why Nirvana is so popular. Yeah, at least now at this point at this point in time. 2021. Yeah, well, it's almost like one of those things where it's like it gives it like it uh, a weird like intrigue. People Kirk, want to learn more about it. Like Kirk, I don't know if it's the right word. I don't, I don't know if Kirk is, <laughs> but I know what it you gives mean. it like like it makes it like, intriguing. Like cool points almost is what right, I was trying right, to say. Funny right, right, points, funny <laughs> points. Like like I don't know. It adds it adds to that like oh like that's fucking like yeah. It makes people. It listen. makes it makes them be like, damn, this is like. 10 times better. Like, you know. Yeah. Think about all the fucking edgy kids, okay? I was one of the edgy kids. Elena and I actually, the first time we met in high school, I was wearing a fucking Nirvana tank top. That is and crazy. Yeah. I, was we- I, I turned around, I was like, I like your t-shirt. And I, and and she I didn't said, hear her. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear her. I was, lis- I was probably fucking listening to her. Right? <laughs> my edgy ass. Um, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit to this day. But... <laughs> Like, um, at the time, I was probably, what, 14? No, I was, yeah, 14, 14, yeah. Like, barely 14, Mm -hmm. just turned 14. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what 14-year-olds do now, but back in the time, that was, that's what you did to be edgy and, like, cool, you know? At least, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I also genuinely just, I I do, I am a fan of Nirvana. I grew up listening to their music. One of my other best friends, Ivy. She's also a huge Nirvana fan too. Idy, if you're listening, she's fucking, she probably will. If you listen to any of our fucking cases, <laughs> man, shout out Ivy. Shout I guess. out Ivy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really know what else to fucking say. I said what I said. It'll yeah. die on that hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless I get like a letter from Courtney Love saying that I'm in trouble and I'm gonna be sued, then I take it all back. I believe nothing. <laughs> But my, why my, the fuck my she final thought, she made two hundred fifty million dollars. Sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame anyone. I'm not gonna blame anyone. But my final thought is he did not kill himself. At least. And my final, my final thought, he did not kill him. He was not. You know what? He might have overdosed. He was not the person who shot the gun. You no. Really, I agree. Oh. I think that. No, 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 no. I, oh, I agree. Oh, okay, okay. I agree. I thought, I thought, I thought you were saying the opposite. I was no. like, oh, that's interesting. Like, girl, <laughs> you just, you just lied the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to, you know, talk to us, we have an Instagram. It's up, the Smoking Gun Podcast. And uh, a it's TikTok. TikTok too. Yeah, we got a Tiki Tok. Tiki We have a Twitter. Smoking Gun Pod. That's it. And an email. Oh yeah, Gmail. Smoking gun pod. The smoking gun the pod. The smoking gun pod at Gmail. Twitter, no the. Email the. Um, yeah. 
You can find us. At all those places. Yeah, and on, on four platforms. Yes. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Obviously, you know that, though, if you're listening. That's true. What's the you know fourth? The fourth is Anchor.fm. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. Right. Um, if you're struggling with drug abuse, or if you know someone struggling with drug abuse, you you matter, and your voice deserves to be heard. And there's help. And there is help. There's Find help. help. Um, it's possible. You can get clean. We're rooting for you. We are rooting for you. Whether it's your first day, or you've been sober for three years, we're rooting for you. We're so proud of you. We're so proud of you. Love this journey that you're on. Uh-huh. And on that note, we love you. Love you. So you're back. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Good, e- good evening. Good evening. <laughs> have, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye.